edition of the Delcy Show. Today is all about DC the musical artist. That's what it's about. I'm going to have a one-on-one interview with them. Today, of course, is March 16, 2021. I hope everyone is doing well. We're going to be playing some music. Of course, it's going to be commercial-free because, you know, they'll see don't do commercials. So, without no further ado, we're going to get right into this interview. Also, at the end of this show, might be the exclusive interview that DeMarco did with DC the musical artist so stay tuned for that so we're going to get right into it right now this is going to be like no other interview that was ever done by anyone or they'll see the musical artist. Mind you, his anniversary is coming up for his project, Definitely Misunderstood. It was released April of 2012. But we're going to get into this discussion right now. Okay, so, Delcy, I'm sorry. (laughs) DC, the musical artist, let's get into your, oh yeah, of course, this is your girl, Nina, baby, in case y'all don't know. Now, we can start this interview. So tell me about your upbringing and everything. And where you was born, your family and music. All right. I'm not going to give my government name, obviously. But um, I was born September 19th. 1973. I'm not going to give too much information because I am planning to write a book and I already have the title of it and everything. Um, God willing, I will be able to uh, put out this book. It's just my story. Some people may be interested in reading it. Some people may say who is this guy but that is the whole point the title and everything is self-explanatory but you know that'll be my first ever published book and um, I honestly can't wait 
to release it. You know. But I was born and raised in Mattapan. That's Mattapan, Mass. That's the inner city part of Boston. Raised in a two-family home. I was the second oldest born. Um, my mother and father were always together until my father actually passed in 2018. So, I was the second oldest, three sisters and one brother. He was older than me and three sisters. Music was always around us growing up. You know, you had, you know, my mother that was into like Marvin Gaye, into Teddy Pendergrass, and then you have my father that was into the funk and the rock. You know what I'm saying? Into funk music and rock music and gospel music. Also, he was a drummer and he played for many groups. So, you know, that was already, you know, music around me. The fact that my father was a mu uh, musician and you know, he was always on the road playing. Um, then you had my aunt that was into Rick James and Cameo. You know, my father was into that as well. But that's the music that she was into. Some of the music. Then you had my grandmother that was into strictly gospel music. We had a two-family house ride. We were on the first floor. She was on the second floor. Um, then when my cousins came in the picture, they were into hip-hop. My uncle that lived on the, you know, on, you know, lived up in the attic because there was a room up there. He was into the Shy Lights and groups like that, you know. And you know, my mother of course was into Switch, you know, which was um, Bobby DeBodge and um, Tommy DeBodge. But music was all around me. And then the neighborhood, where there were um, a, a lot of, like there was Haitians around, Jamaican, Puerto Rican, Jewish people. So you heard all different type of music in the neighborhood. So there was always music around me. You know what I mean? That's, you know, it was always like that.
So, when did you like first start doing music? Can you tell me, you know, exactly when, if you can remember? Um, wow. I, man, I, I started doing music um, as a kid. You're going to see no pictures of it, of me into any kind of music or anything like that because I was shy at that time. All throughout, you know, basically my childhood. I was more into artwork. I didn't really like sports. It was artwork, comic books, television, movies, music. And, you know, occasionally go outside and play with my brothers and sisters and friends in the neighborhood. But, so, I would go in the backyard and just make up music, you know what I mean? Make up music or do whatever and, you know, pretend that I was on stage or, you know what I mean? That, that was, you know, we had this garage that was set up, you know, any kind of way we wanted it to be set up, so. I would pretend it was the stage and I was performing for all these people. You know what I mean? I would, I would, I would pretend that um, for a very long time. That's where I would go to get away from everybody and kind of keep to myself. And. Um, I guess it was kind of like a rehearsal for what I wanted to do, you know. I honestly never really wanted to work a nine-to-five job. Um, but had, it, had I got the proper training when I was younger, and, you know, I'll get into that in a few, but I, that's how I've been doing music since I was a child, but uh, now it wasn't professionally because like I said, I wasn't ready to, to do that because, you know, I just wasn't ready. That's, that's all I'm saying. I was too shy to even think about doing music. You know what I mean? So. That, you know, I started it. I started doing music at a young age. Doing, you know, I would record. Uh, we had tape recorders or whatever. I had a radio, so I would record myself singing or, or rapping or whatever it is I thought I was doing. And that's what I would do. So, 
where did your love for music exactly come from? I know what you were saying about, you know, the different influence and, you know, your family and the neighborhood that had music around. But when did you really, um, where did your love for music really come from? Where did it come from? Um, it was as I said, you know, just growing up, just listening to everything, just driving in the car, you would hear certain, you know, things, you know, certain songs that would be played. Um, who drove, really drove my attention? Um, I know I thought Rick James was very interesting as an artist. I liked his music, you know, but 19, I would say like 1979 or 1978, um, the Off The Wall album came out, which my aunt eventually got. And um, I seen this guy on TV with this shiny suit on and he was singing, um, I want to rock with you. I want to rock with you. Um, but I heard the song on the radio and I sung it. I was singing it and singing it. Then finally, I seen this video, you know. Mind you, this is before Billie Jean, this is before the Thriller era. You know, a lot of people talk about the Thriller era, but for me, it was the off the wall era. It got my attention because that's around the time that, you know, that I was born. You know, I was barely even a teenager then. Um, but that video, um, and you know, music videos wasn't really big then. You know, this is, you, you gotta think about this. This is really, um, you know, of course, going into 1980 and all that, but was still in the 70s, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I hear this song and then eventually see the video and I'm blown away. I'm blown completely away by seeing this guy dance the way he is. You know, it had to be 79. I would say 79 or 1980 or whatever. Whatever, you know, the the year that that album came out, it was still, it was the late 70s. And I thought this guy was incredible. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was incredible. The person I'm talking about, obviously, is Michael Jackson. 
you know. So I did it backwards. I went back. We didn't have Google. We didn't have none of that stuff. I went back to his early days with the Jacksons. I was was watching American Bandstand and watching all this stuff. And then the live album came out because I wasn't able, I didn't go to the concert. I've never had a chance to ever see Michael Jackson perform live or anything. He came to Providence and um, my mother and father went and whoever else went to that show. And her promise to me was, you're all dead. One day I will make sure you go to this show. Unfortunately, he died, you know, and I never had a chance to go to a Michael Jackson show. Um, but I think my love of music obviously came from my family, exposing me to great music is what made me fall in love with it. As I said, it made me fall in love with the music because what it did to me, you know, I can have a bad day at school. I can have a, you know what I mean? Bad day in the house or whatever is going on. I would isolate myself. I'd be in the room playing with toys or whatever, kind of keeping to myself. And um, you put that music on, and it took you to a whole nother world. I listened to that Off The Wall album over and over and over again. It's something about the magic of music that it brings people together. And Michael Jackson was one of those people that brought everybody together, no matter what color you were. And, you know, I thank my parents for playing great music in front of me. That's where my love for music came from. It came from my parents. It came from the world, but I would say mainly my parents. Okay, okay, I see. Now, what was your first performance in or show, you know? Wow, my first performance. Hmm. I, you know, I've been on stage in school. I've performed in front of a church. Um, events my first performance hmm. 
I would say when I was in this program city when me and this guy performed Lord knows I don't know what I was doing even you know at so much anger something took place and um, I said what I said and I slammed the mic down to the ground this was in 1994-95, it was a crazy experience because I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I really didn't have no rhymes put together. This is what I was still fronting. Like, I wrote, but I didn't really write. So, I still wasn't ready, you know what I mean? I wasn't ready as an artist, and I was probably 20, getting ready to go on 21, I believe, still was not ready. Um, still understanding what it really means to be an MC. I loved listening to, you know, and that was a good time for music. You know, you know. Unfortunately, I think Tupac just got arrested. He got shot at uh, Squad's uh, studio. Biggie released him. He released his album. Um, Method Man went solo. Red Man was doing his thing. The show, the, the movie, the show came out. I believe um, the dog. You know, Death Row was on top. Bad Boy. I mean, there was so many things going on around that time, music-wise. But I just, me, I wasn't ready. So my first performance, I would say, was not really my best because I didn't, I wasn't prepared. You know what I'm saying? And some people think it's easy to get on stage and to do this and to do that but we're talking about 94. we're talking about you know i didn't know what i was saying really what i was doing at that time because this i nothing that i did was structured properly you know, you knew that you had to have a hook. You knew that you had to have verses. But I didn't know nothing about bars and this and that. I didn't know anything about that. So, yeah, that was my first performance in 94. I have another question for you. Um, how do you write your music? Um, usually, I'll be doing something and A song or 
you know, the lyrics or whatever will come to mind in my head, you know. You know, or nowadays when people, you know, somebody might send me a beat, not all the time. Somebody might send me a beat and I might hear that beat and I might want to sing over it, rap over it. And that's basically how that, it depends on my mood. You know, I don't, I never really consider myself um, the greatest writer. But I give myself credit because a lot of people don't write their own music. So it definitely was a process that I'm still learning as time goes. How, you know, but I'm getting a little, I'm getting a lot better, but I have tons of things that I wrote that will probably never see the light of day. Just because I don't think those songs are ready and it has to go with the right beat. You know, and I gotta feel what I'm saying. So. That's how I write, you know, it's, it's, it's based off of how I feel. It's definitely based on how I feel at the moment or whatever. Do you have any more questions for me? Sure. Um... Do you have any new music or projects on the way? It's funny you would ask that. I just went in the studio. Finally, 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 finally. So, I'm starting I'm not gonna say what the project is yet, but I've already, I already know what this project is gonna be. But as soon as it's done, then you'll know. Then you'll know. But I'm in no rush to get it out. I wanna put out a visual first. Maybe put the song out afterwards work on some more songs, put the project out, and maybe one possible music video, and then that's, that's it. But it will all be in time. I'm in no rush to put it out. It will be done this year. You know that it'll be done this, the project will be done this year, probably going into next month. But yes, I have projects on the way, plural. 
So stay tuned for that. So in the midst of doing music over the years, of course, did anybody ever reach out to you and, you know, try to sign you or anything like that? Funny you ask that question. Um, absolutely. And how it happened, I can't really get into that. This is the Del C Show, and you're listening to your girl Nina, baby, and um, with my host. Yes, exclusive, exclusive guests, I'm sorry. We are going to take a break and come right back. And you know we don't take breaks, so y'all keep it locked. To the left and move it to the right and party all day and night till you get out of breath and throw your hands in the air like you repping your set. Everybody get loose, and fellas grab a girl and everybody get loose. Girls grab a dude, everybody get loose, and come on, everybody get loose, get loose. Everybody get loose. You just gotta feel the rhythm now Let's party like it's the last day now It's time to parlay now No work, it's all play now Ladies, show me what you came to do now Fellas, snatch up a hot girl now Ladies, snatch up a hot boy now This is a party in case you forgot So all the thugs, players, pimps, and hustlers Get loose and leave home all the busters And get loose Get loose. Now, fellas, grab a girl and get loose. Girls, grab a dude and everybody get loose. Come on, everybody get loose. This joint's for the grown and sexy. I wanna see all the flies, honeys next to me. This is a night full of ecstasy. It's looking in the room like it's sex to me. Come on, cause the hardest chicks are invited and all the homies are excited. And everybody that's got a VI pass, just hold up your glass. And all the ladies just shake your ass and get loose. Everybody get loose. 
Now fellas grab a girl and get loose Girls grab a dude and everybody get loose Everybody get loose Get loose Everybody get loose It's DC, the musical artist. Back with another one. In another one. Check it. I keep it raw like old dirty. Raw like Eddie. Y'all little ninjas ain't ready. My rhymes stay sharper than a machete. So you need to back down. It's a bean town thing. I always rep my town. And I got my own sound. Some keep it hood. Some keep it real fake. Some do whatever it takes. Me, I just stay true to what I do. That's why I don't care what most of y'all know I don't. And I could give a damn about a record deal Run your and that's business. real I may not appeal to the masses But I still got that fire for your asses So drink to that and pull out your glasses Y'all walk and talk in zombies Wannabes, but there's only one me, D.C. Yo, so hooray for originality I'm gonna be this way to the death of me They'll never, they'll never be like me and I'll like never me. be like them Therefore, I would never be like them Yo, I am from a different yeah. time You can hear yeah. it in my rhyme uh, I would yeah. never force myself yeah. I would never yeah. cross that yeah. line I would never try to sound like you or him yeah. I'm so original Therefore, I would never be like them Therefore, I would never be like them yeah. I would never be like them That's right, check it, listen Artists paint pictures, so that's what I paint Yo, some of y'all real, and some of y'all ain't Yeah, I'm that same dude that gave y'all that Definitely misunderstood And still stays in the hood But yo, but yo, at the end of the day I'm just being myself While most of y'all basically sound the same So the hell with this rap game Could I be what the game is missing? How would you know if you barely even listen? I'll never be like them, cause I am me There's only so many yous and they don't pay dues But y'all want them to win and y'all want me to lose Why is that? There's hardly any originality I can only nah. fill that void All y'all sound By being me. me I know there's a lot more people That agree with me I know so a lot of y'all Take killers, hundred dollar billers Y'all make millions Lying, lying to, to the children be lying But hey, to children, that's man. them I swear I would never be like them I'll never be like I would never be like them Yo, I am from a different time yeah. You can hear yeah. it in my rhyme uh, I would never yeah. force myself yeah. I would never yeah. cross that line yeah. I would never try to sound like you or him yeah. I'm so original, therefore I would never be like them Therefore, I would never be like them Yo, I am from a different time You can hear it in my rhyme I would never force myself I would never cross that line I would never try to sound like you or him I'm so original, therefore I would never be like them, therefore, I would never be like them, I would never be like them, musical artists, doing this for 2016 and on, see, those that think this is a hobby, hobbies don't last this long, this is my career, and I'm never gonna stop, so y'all haters can keep hating, I'm here to stay, all day, and this is how I do it y'all, this is DC, and I would never be like them For all the people that like to be original This one is for you Don't ever put yourself in a box either Let them know that you can be 
and do anything that you wanna do. Let them know you will never be like them. This is DC in the mouth. Oh yeah, I got more coming, y'all. Just stay tuned. Yeah, shout out to my boy, Guy Legacy. My sister KC and my boy LLYC, the East Coast Prince, and everybody else is down with me. This is how we're gonna do it. And on and on and on. And you don't stop. Hey, y'all. This is Nina, baby. And you're tuned back into the LC show. This is my one on one interview with LC, the musical artist. So I'm gonna pick off where we left off at. I was asking you basically, did anybody reach out to you and try to sign you? or work with you during, you know, your music um, situation. Music situation? <laughs> really, Nina? But uh, it wasn't a whole lot of people, but one, you know, when you talk to people about what you do or what you're trying to do, whatever the case is, and, you know, so basically at the time her name was Lady Danger at the time or whatever. Um, she put me on the phone with this guy, Frog, and I know she raps or whatever, but she put me on the phone with this guy. He's from North Carolina or somewhere, and um, saying, yeah, you know, they're helping me out or whatever. Um, I don't, I, I can't remember the first name that they went by, the record company or whatever. Um, but it, laid, it later changed to Anthem Music. But um, obviously he wasn't here in Boston and I lived in Boston, so. We somewhat became business partners, and uh, we had a few artists that we were trying to work with, and for the most part, it could have worked out, but it didn't because there were some people that just wasn't ready 
And yeah, they weren't ready. Some people just didn't want to give back. They wanted you to give, 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 but they weren't willing to give. And it just was a waste of time. Then it was this other situation. It was crazy, you know, we, it was me and LLYC, these were prints. We got with these people, he got with this dude and the name of this label, we saw, I think it was a two year contract I signed and it took me a while before I signed it. I really thought about it hard and was like, you know, I, the way I feel about contracts, you know, again, I'm not going to tell my whole story because I know I'm going to write a book, but trust me, there's more to all of this, this industry, this it's big, small, doesn't matter. Everybody's in for itself most of the time, but anyways, so I, I finally filled that contract out which was for a record label called Goonlight and me personally I was like uh, I don't know if I even want to be you know we had t-shirts we had sweatshirts and t-shirts that said Goonlight so I eventually got rid of that t-shirt, but we had to perform with that t-shirt at this place called Sammy Patio in Revere, Mass. A lot of people perform at this place, big, small, doesn't matter. So I talked to the guy, whatever. First of all, we get on stage and it's a whole it, the whole thing was a test. You know, they wanted to see how we performed, how we got down. So, yeah, we went up there, we did, we did our thing or whatever. And I jumped, you know, jumped off the stage, you know, trying to give a good show. My sister, sisters, my sister and her friend was there. His sister, her friend was there. And, you know, we just try to perform. I try to perform. I try to put on the best show that I possibly could. Then the next day, you know, oh yeah, let me talk about that, how the audience, they purposely were trying not to make them clap for us. That was part of the test to watch us perform, but when I went out there and did what I did, I got a response from some of the people, you know, that liked what I did, what I, you know, how I performed or whatever the case was. But the next day, they had it all set up. They went around the room, everybody's freestyling, doing whatever they're doing. Then it gets to me 
in him. And they talk about being real and all this. Everybody in the room, when they were rapping, they all wanted to be killers. There you go. Then going back to Anthem, well, I decided, you know, eventually that goon life was not for me. I don't want to represent that. And I'm thinking in my head, what if some people have a problem with goon life? They can have a problem with him and they see us with Goon Life on and we get and we get attacked or we get shot at or whatever or worse. So I was like, this is not for me, you know? And he told another story, but that was the truth of the matter. I did not want to be associated with anything like that. So, anyways, I left. I was done. Then reached back out to Frog from Anthem Music. He changed the name over the years to Rack's Gang. And um, what did he say? The rest is. I wouldn't say the rest is history, but work, you know, try to work with him for a little bit. He's still doing what he's doing, uh, but that was it. You know, nobody else really tried to sign, sign me or anything like that. And that was pretty much it, you know, other than, um, Master Abolitia, which is a part of, was a, is a part of LLYCD's Ghost Prince's label, you know, but with me, it was just, look, you know, that was cool and all, you know, and I said it in my music. I said it, gave him a shout out in the music and all that, but I know that I wanted to kind of do my thing with all that was craziness that's going on and all that. So I decided to come up with um, creative control entertainment. I have not signed any, uh, you know, worked with anybody or put anybody under that label until I get to where I need to go, then I can do that. But pretty soon, the record labels are gonna be out of business. You know, that's what it's coming down to. And it's been that way for a while. I just think that Boston, well, I'll talk about that. Let me, whatever the next question is, but I hope I answered your question. Yes, 
you know, I would have been signed, but due to these circumstances, I didn't get, you know, didn't get signed. Because there's nobody to sign me, <laughs> you know? Okay, so this is a thing that has been talked about over and over and over again. The industry, the clicks, um, So, know the hate in this city of Boston, of course. A divided city, no real unity, and um, my question is, why do you think that Boston doesn't have a record label here, but when they got it in New York, Atlanta, California, but they don't have one right here in Boston. That's a good question. Why? And what I'm wondering is why don't somebody come here and start a record label. You know, it doesn't have to be necessarily in the hood hood, but it could be a mutual ground where artists can go and record their music. Artists can be signed, um, get some, you know, I don't know. I don't know why we don't, Boston doesn't have a record label. It should have a record label. My thing was never to just be a local artist. My thing was to go with his opportunity. here in Boston, great. If it's in New York, great. Wherever, you know, wherever the opportunity is, as I always say, I'm gonna go. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go to that opportunity and make it work. That's my whole thing. We need a record label in Boston. We need a bigger marketing place for our artists. That is how I feel.
I have one last question. Um, how do you want to be remembered as a music artist? My goal is to still get my music out there. Um, I don't know how big of an artist I will ever be. Whatever age I am, I'm almost 50 years old now. And I'm still not known in the public. I'm still not, you know. So. I just want people to remember the good music that I put out, you know, to enjoy what I do. That's how I want to be remembered as an artist. Any shout outs you want to give? Because this interview is over and I want to thank you for allowing me to interview you. I personally am looking for a part two to this interview because I know you are about to do bigger and better things and people will know you. You know, Nina, I pray that they do. And uh, I also, you know, pray that, like I said, is that I get better because there's always room for improvement no matter how big I may get. Or, or how big I may not get. But just know that. And I want to give a shout out to you. Shout out to the listeners, of course, for tuning in. My woman, her family, my family. True friends, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. That's it. Listen, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I'm out. Okay, y'all. This concludes our. interview with DC, the musical artist. Tune in Friday, y'all. Tune in Friday. And as Del C says at the end of the show, Stay blessed, stay positive, 
and always let your loved ones know you love them because tomorrow is not promised to no man, woman, or child. On that note, I want to say peace out, y'all. How you feel Let's just keep it all the way real With me Cause it's Nothing but good advice So sooner or later Everything will come into play Baby right now I'm asking you to stay And I'll promise I'll keep that same smile on your face Baby just I come over to my place come over, Cause baby. anything can happen Anything can happen After the party I said after the party, baby After the party You can just come over to my place Tonight if you wanna see What I'm all about Just come and see me after the party Baby, after the party I said after the party I'm so glad you're here With me after making love to me It was everything I thought it would be You gave me that good love to me You fixed me breakfast after that You was my dessert Now we're just living it up We living our best life It ain't nothing wrong with living a good life That single life But this is more than just a one night stand It's like a fantasy There's no place in the world that I'd rather be I'm so glad you chose To spend the night with me Yes baby, a lot went down Maybe I can't get used to Having you to this, around So baby let's just do it again do it I again. want this love affair to never end So tonight I see you after the party I said after the party After the party You can just come over to my place Tonight if you wanna see What I'm all about Just come and see me after the party, baby, after the party, I said after the party. Hello? Girl, what's up, what's the word?
You won't believe what the wow is They out here talking crazy. <laughs> they saying your man is no good out here in these streets. Oh shoot. Well hold on. You know what? Hold on. Thought I got okay. crystal on the other line. I'm gonna merge y'all in together. Hold on real quick. Hey yo, Crystal, I got ZQ on the phone, yo, so like she's telling me some crazy shit going on. Really? Yeah, like something about him being like a dirty ass scoundrel. Ain't that right, ZQ? Yo man is up to no good. Uh, from what I hear, he's really loyal. You know what? I'ma call this motherfucker on three-way. I gotta go. Somebody's calling in on the other line. Sorry. Alright. Hey yo, ZQ, we gonna do this together. Hold up. Okay. Baby, forget about the rumors Forget about the lies, lies. Miss me with that BS I'm saying my goodbyes We need to get away So we can have better days Every day I wake up I pray that you'll stay All these people got you going crazy I remember those days when you used to call me baby You haven't told me that lately You stressed out I'm stressed out This is not what love is all about People say we shouldn't be together Yeah. He 
lies Hey, the lady wipe away your prize People gonna keep talking That's why I don't listen to what they say She said, he said It's all PS, baby Stay blessed And stay away from the stress He said, she said Whoa. 
From behind, baby, you know I love ya. Never doubt this big belly man. Never doubt that body like Rihanna. Hold up, I'm about to get up on her. I'm getting in that boom boom, so make room. I'll say it again, do you think? Cause this big belly man, we can't do nothing. I'll be, but baby, I thought you already knew. I get it in. So bad to the pussy that you thought it was a sin uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna blow your back out Keep the lights out. on or turn the lights out turn the lights Either way, out. I get it in I get it, get it in I get it in, I get it, get it in I get it in, I get it, get it in Thought you already knew that I get it in I get it in, I get it, get it in I get it in, I get it, get it in Baby, I thought you already knew I get it in don't worry about my inches, cause it's enough to satisfy you I'm a pro with this, baby, this is nothing new All I wanna know is what you wanna do All I got on my mind is fucking you So don't forget the condoms, cause I'm about to get it in I'll have your ass straight moaning while I'm all up in my zoning Yeah, I'm winning, she's like daddy, put it all away in I said sure thing, baby, now I'm about to get it in Oh yeah, baby now I'm about to get it in uh, Fucking with you is probably gonna be one of my biggest sins I don't give a fuck sin, Cause I'm just trying to get it in uh-huh. I'm messing till you hate this I get it in, I get it, get it in I get it in, I get it, get it in I get it in, I get it, get it in Thought you already knew that I get it in I get it in, I get it, get it in I get it in, I get it, get it in Baby, I thought you already knew I get it in <laughs> 